Getting the customers perceived as being the hardest part in business. And while it's pretty difficult sometimes, keeping them delighted is crucial. We don't want to lie about statistics here, but it is roughly two to three times harder, if not more, to go find a new customer than it is to keep your current one. This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. All right, so we have here one, two, three, four, five different things on how to retain repeat customers for your local business. And number one, it's all about that follow-up experience. What kind of tips do you have for us on the follow-up experience, Aaron? So the follow-up experience is like, you know, we go to, say, for example, we were just at Scotty P's. A really good follow-up would be for them because they got your phone number and email for mm-hmm. them to send you a message and say, hey, you know, how did we do here? How was your delivery? Uh, did you get everything you needed? We know deliveries sometimes, you know, takes a little while. What You know, here's three questions. And thanks for filling it out. Next time you come in, get a free dessert, get a free cookie, whatever. Um, and that just, I think that's... One shows us shows us that they care, and then two, it gives us an incentive to do something. It's like, oh, hey, the next time we go, we're going to get free cookies. And I remember their cookies are really big. Mm-hmm. And if they were smart on their survey, they would show a really big cookie and be like, hey, you can get this cookie. Just answer these three questions and then come see us next time. Mm-hmm. Like that's a good experience for me. Like they care about us and we get something out of it. Yeah. <clears throat> We've started recently using Active Campaign, and I'd believe Active Campaign would be a perfect solution f- for an automated follow-up experience, mm-hmm. um, especially if it has to do anything with anything, any transactions or anything like that. Um, where you can set it up on Active Campaign, and it's very visual, actually, a very visual tool when someone purchases or makes a purchase, um, automatically either send these emails or send these text messages mm-hmm. um, in order to you know keep that customer. Uh, top of mind and get those reviews as well um, as part of that follow-up experience. Absolutely. Um, and I was going to say, I was trying to think of an example of somebody who had a good follow-up experience. Um, hmm. Yeah, there's not really a place that I guess comes to mind, but this, we talked more about like a, like a place you go to eat, but this also works for like your retail customers as well. So you see a lot mm-hmm. of people who come in and like, for example, you were buying like gift cards or something like that at Fuego. I don't even know. Uh, what was it called? The Attic or something? Attic Salt. Yeah, Attic Salt. So you went there, you bought something, but there wasn't anything afterwards. I mean, you may not go back there for six or seven months now, mm-hmm. if not more. The only right. reason you went there now is because you're like, all right, I'm going to Google something that's like going to have something that I need. Mm-hmm. And so you only found it because of Google by happenstance. And then they didn't follow up with you. So your experience with them was like, it was good. I got what I wanted, but they're not top of mind now. So that's really where a retail store could come in and play and, you know, really add that experience or have something that's at the store. If you go there physically, that really makes them say, wow, this is such a cool place, which was it a cool place? Yes. You need to go. It's uh, right over here at the uh, outlet mall in Allen. Oh, okay. Uh, it's kind of like one of those stores that has, you know, a little bit of everything here and there, mm-hmm. kind of pop culture type stuff. Okay. Um, cool socks. Oh, I love cool socks. Yeah, I have some cool dinosaur ones. Nice. Um, and uh, what was another? Yeah, I mean, they just have, you know, kind of random stuff, really. Hmm. Pretty cool store. Interesting. So follow there that experience for Christian could be could have been a little bit better or like wowed him. Like, hey, is this your first time coming in? It is awesome. Everybody loves our whatever insert. 
go take one. We have them for half off or go grab one. We'd love for you to grab this or, Hey, we have this sticker and every time, or this card, every time you come in or whatever, like show this card and you get a free high five and something else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we're probably going to talk about something like about this, but I'm actually thinking about <coughs> something along the lines of a new product or new technological product that you purchase online and having, again, that follow-up experience, which instead of just, you know, giving you the typical, you know, how was it? It's more of a training type session on how to use that thing or uh, new ways that you can use this device or whatever it may be. So um, that should be also part of the follow-up experience. You you can think about maybe unique ways or how other people are using your product. Um, I mean, maybe you're you're selling scarves. I don't know. And part of the follow-up experience is sharing a blog post on how to wear a scarf six different ways, you know? So I think that should be also part of the follow-up. And again, going back to active campaign, this is all definitely possible to have it automatically done um, through active campaign. Awesome. All right. Number two, nurture, not nature nurture or if you remember that weird series on youtube it was called nature nature did you ever watch that no i think it's so, yeah <laughs> it was so funny um so nurturing the relationship so after the purchase that follow-up questions feedback that we kind of mentioned earlier um that all kind of goes with the experience as well but it also is part of that that nurturing that needs to happen so let's say christian he got his brownie or his cookie or whatever else it was he left a feedback now he's on their email list and we don't want to bombard him and say hey come and buy more brownies come and you know buy more food but you could be clever in the way that you continue to be in touch with those people so you could say hey you know maybe send that email once a week maybe you send um you know a gift maybe you send like i don't think like major chains are going to necessarily do that but the um the nurturing of that relationship you have to kind of do it as test by test basis for the company or the way that you're doing it, uh, based off of like the industry. So like a retail place for like what we went through, Scotty P's, we probably don't want to be bombarded with uh, an email every single day, but maybe once a week with like the, the deals of the week or, um, something that's going to add a little bit more to us, uh, maybe a lunchtime hunger, like they're solving lunchtime hunger and they have like a half off thing and like share it with a friend or something like that that would be a good way to nurture and to just get them to come back. Yeah. And I think this point was more geared towards that feedback. You're right about their experience or what you could have done better. Cause this third one, it's more about still keeping them in that email list and sort of part of the follow-up experience, but either adding value over time and send them and sending them offers uh, every once in a while. And I think having them having their email is very powerful because yes, you can use it on your email list, um, but at the same time, you can plug that in into Facebook um, and be top of mind by creating uh, ads. You know, once Facebook matches the email with their accounts, um, <clears throat> where it's just another touch point. You know, once someone purchases something online, then you know let's say it's a journal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, six months from when you purchase that journal, maybe that's like the average time where someone finishes a, that type of journal. Um, then you could hit them up with, you know, once you have them in an email list, you can hit them up on the email list. And at the same time, you can run ads, you know, with your email list on Facebook um, <clears throat> where they will probably be able to see it again. Um, and even on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely use your email list to your advantage uh, to send offers um, or add value to those people. 
um, again, either through email or actually running ads um, with the email list. Right. So it's all it's all part of this follow up kind of experience. And if you feel like there's a company that does it really well, no reason you shouldn't steal from them. Or you could do it from, you know, take it from, uh, I guess, like maybe just a page. Maybe you don't got to take the whole playbook, but you just take a page out of their playbook and do something that way. But if you get wowed by a customer, just write that down. You never know uh, where that could actually be helpful in your business too. It doesn't have to be the exact same, but maybe it just sparks an idea. All right. This is a part of our podcast where we talk about a little bit about bed branding. So right now we are running this website cost calculator that I created. It's super simple. You just fill out your name and email and you get started. This is only a few questions and answer them honestly and you will get a number, an average number on how much that website that you input in there uh, would cost. So if you are looking for a brand new redesign for 2020 on your website, um, you want to get more leads, you want to get a refresh look on your website, you want better ways to capture uh, the attention of website visitors and not lose them very as quickly, then fill out this website cost calculator. Um, get to know how much that website that you want is really going to cost you um, and contact us. We'll be more than happy to walk you through our process, the benefits of using us and the tools that we use, um, and we'll get you taken care of for 2020. Again, the link is calculator.bitbranding.co forgot about that. Sorry. There it is. Calculator.bitbranding.co. Fill it out. All right, we're back. And yes, I was going to tell you, like, they, they need that uh, that link. Yeah, that's important. It, it, yeah, it could be. <laughs> uh, all right, so this next tip is called to deepen the layers. And I go back to Shrek. And if everybody remembers Shrek. I don't remember Shrek. Do you remember the layers? I remember Donkey. Yeah, Donkey. Yeah, Donkey. 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 My little uh, niece loves Shrek. They went to like a play and <laughs> she like loves Shrek now. She watches like five times a day. Like not really that many, but like every day is like, oh, can I watch Shrek? Like, why? Oh, I love Shrek. I want to watch Shrek. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Anyway, so in the movie, uh, the first movie, he meets Donkey, which is Eddie Murphy. Great um character and they're talking about like layers and like people having like layers in their lives and you know just different layers of uh their personalities and uh shrek was like yeah layers like cake and donkey it goes like layers like onions and he's like no onions don't have layers they're they're just onions you just peel and it's they go back into a big conversation about it anyway most of the people listening probably already know the scenario because they watch shrek hopefully you had watched that um but what we mean here specifically is not onions we're talking about uh, keeping your relationships with your customers on different layers and what we mean by that is like if it's an in-person relationship or an online relationship mixing the two of those if possible so if they could become a customer who say for example you go to their store and they had a good experience, make sure you follow up with them, but then make sure that um, you have them follow you on social media. And then as they follow you on social media, engage with them, you, the business owner, engage with the customer, ask them questions, talk to them like their pictures, comment on their content. And that adds that new layer. So you've kind of like a, a, what is the better words for like gaming this? You've unlocked a new layer of like level with your customer. A new level. A yeah, new yeah. level. Yeah. <clears throat> you move, you leveled up with your customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it could work both ways in, you know, going from in person to online or online to in person as well. 
Um, and there's a lot of different things that you can do to, you know, spread, spread that. And you could even do some, some sort of, you know, competition, things like that, especially when it comes to, uh, having people, people who've already purchased your product. Um, so you know that they're, you know, a good people to, to be following you on social media, um, to get them to actually like and engage with, with your content online. Absolutely. The last one we have here is do the small things that make a big impact. <clears throat> now, this might be more for maybe service-based companies where uh, you actually have a, a, a relationship with, with your customers. Um, and what we're talking about, you know, small things, it could be a card, a handwritten note. It could be a small gift for their birthday. It could be a just because you're an awesome customer gift. Um, small things like that go a long ways with your customers and for them to be able to, you know, come get them to come back. And even I'm thinking about um, like a boutique type place where you have the data of the people who spend the most money with you. Right. And it will be awesome just to send them a handwritten note for Christmas or on their birthday, you know, they get a special discount and, Ooh, and a handwritten note, right, you know, um, that just creates not just customers, but like loyal, like uh, what uh, Pat Flynn says, uh, super, super fans. fans. Yeah. Right. So all those little things uh, definitely help you, you know, retain those repeat customers, keep them coming back, keep them happy. Um, and like I said, those, yeah, those small things just make a huge impact. Yeah. I, I, that's uh yeah, that's absolutely the best example. And, be, and I think that um, you could do that too if it wasn't necessarily service-based. Like you could do it for like they have that company called Five Stars where you could like, you know, Christian checks into this place and then, you know, because of that, he could also get notified of like when it's birthday or like those uh, little kiosk things you can put in your mm -hmm. birthday that way. That's one way that retail stores could do something, but um, those are kind of automated. So like what Christian's saying, I think that was a really good example of your top customers. If you can find those top customers, really making them feel special because it really is that, uh, what is that? 80-20 rule. 80% of your business is coming from 20%. Well, mm -hmm. you can focus on that 20% and really make them feel special and they'll continue to add to that 80% profit line. So yep. awesome. All right, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode on how to retain repeat customers for your local business. If you liked this episode, we also have something similar, a video version of this. Uh, we interviewed a lady over on our YouTube channel. Go check it out, YouTube, um, and then just search for Bit Branding, uh, just as you would normally. So B-I-T-B-R-A-N-D-I-N-G over on YouTube. And you can also check out some of the videos that we have on there as well. If this is your first time listening, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any episode. We release new episodes every Monday. And if you've been listening for a while, please make sure that you go leave us an honest rating and review on iTunes. This helps us grow. This helps us figure out how to make better episodes. And really, it makes us uh, better for you so you can enjoy more of what you're listening to. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 